Hello, happy Tuesday. This is Bruce Nightingale, and you are listening to the Pinball and Cool Stuff Podcast. Oh my. Welcome back, everybody. Sorry about Monday. I know the reliable Monday podcast was not a thing, so I don't know what happened yesterday. It was kind of a wacky Monday, not a regular day. I guess every day since we moved to Murrieta has been irregular in some way because it seems like no matter what we do and how much work we do, there's always more to do. So we're just stuck in the purgatory of unpacking, reorganizing, purchasing home products, putting up shelving, cleaning the backyard, installing things, getting pinball set up, getting lighting set up that I I don't know if the list will ever end. I don't know if my work will ever end on that. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Journey, the classic 80s group. Journey. Steve Perry and his buddies getting together, telling us how to love the ladies. That's right. The soulful sounds of Journey behind me today. I really appreciate them. Of course, they are known for their most popular hit, Just a Small Town Girl. The most classic karaoke song of all time. Thank you, Journey. I've been a devoted Journey listener for about 20 years. And when I was in high school, I started listening to 80s music a lot. And um, that is when it all started, man. That's when my eyes opened to the glory of 80s rock and roll and 80s pop. I am a devoted listener to anything that is 80s, of course. Uh, People think I'm kind of a dork for that, but I don't know. I think 80s are killer. I think 80s are absolutely amazing. So speaking of music, I went to the NoFX show. They played with the Vandals and Big Bear on Saturday. Uh, That was absolutely amazing. Um, Flat out best. It was the first punk show I've ever been to. So punk was, uh, punk's always been on my radar. I listen to a lot of punk, but I've never been to a punk show and there's there's a lot of, there's not many differences than a metal show, so it's all the same, right? It's just rock and roll and a lot of fun, but man, the Vandals are one of the coolest groups I've ever seen live. Go check them out. The Vandals are an incredible punk band. I like NoFX a lot. Um, I think NoFX and the Vandals are probably the best punk bands that I've heard, but man, the Vandals live were, were better. They were better than NoFX. It was just such a more stimulating show, uh, just an incredible, incredible day. It was a really fun day. I drove up to Big Bear alone. Almost died on the way up and back because of the fog, but man, driving down that mountain was was, was scary. Um, but I'm back. I'm back. So this week is a weird week. We had a short work day today. Don't know how to explain that other than just by saying not a lot of work going on right now, so I'm going to be going back home and taking care of business there. Um, but what are we talking about today? So I was listening to This Week in Pinball Podcast, and wouldn't you know it, Almost identical to my take on Elvira was was Matt, or Zach Maney and Dennis Kriesel. So basically their sentiments, especially Dennis, were that Elvira is great. Everything but the price is great. And I, I mean, the more you, you look at what they offer, the more you think that. So the 5000 on top for the signature edition is for a signed card and a piece of the couch. That's kind of extreme if you ask me. So yeah, I mean... We can't dog the game, you can only dog the price. So it's going to be cool. Um, I, I can't wait to play it, so obviously I'm, I'm enthusiastic about it, but I'm not going to buy it. So, And I've been thinking more and more about Jurassic Park after I played it. And 
I can't, I just can't shake that nasty feeling of where is the, the theme, where's the movie, and I feel it so much more strongly than I do with Wonka. The, the Wonka game has plenty of movie clips, just not a lot of audio, so you're getting a lot of visual but presentation of the movie, but Jurassic Park just is nothing, just such a bummer, because that was like my favorite movie when I was a kid. I saw it in theaters, and it was just the most amazing experience, and uh, what I think it's a missed opportunity for Stern, but you know, move on to bigger and better things, right? So we're expecting a release in the next probably 40 days, right? A new one even after Elvira. So I'm really curious, really wondering what it's going to be. Ninja Turtles, who knows? Um, but one other note about Elvira, which Twip was mentioning, and something that I that resonated with me was the pop bumpers on the game are hidden. And if you recall, my podcast about Are You Down With A P.O.P.S.? is all about why have pop bumpers if they don't affect the game. And so the question comes up again with Elvira. Why did Nordman put in pop bumpers that don't affect the game at all? In fact, they're barely visible, and they don't affect the path of the ball necessarily as, as it relates to the zone of the flippers and the area where the flippers are. So they don't affect it. It's just kind of a funny deal, right? Like, it, the question that'll never be answered. Maybe Nordman will answer. I don't know. He seems very private. Seems like he's not very much an open book. But I'd be very curious to, to ask why put the pops in there on valuable real estate on, a, on such an elaborate play field with many cool toys. Why put pops in that don't do anything? Just why? Um, another game that pops up now in my mind as far as pops that don't really affect anything is, is Oktoberfest. Those pops are behind the ramp in very common location, but they don't affect the game. So it's kind of weird. Kind of a weird idea. Um, I have uh, games in my living room, and I need to get some blinds for that living room. I've actually seen the, sh the sun coming through and affecting my games, man. I've never, I've never been so scared of damaging my game, man. i got to get some blinds in there. Speaking of home games, uh, my buddy Chuck's bringing home a Circus Voltaire today. I think I might go out there and help him unload it, hopefully, if I have the time. But uh, a good friend of ours, of course, Pete's selling a bunch of games. He's selling Waz. He's selling Bride of Pinbot 2.0. He sold uh, The Simpsons Pinball Party, and now he's selling CV to our friend Chuck. So congrats to Chuck. Uh, Pete, I don't know how you could part with CV, but um, it, it is your money. So do with it what you will. As I understand it, he may be buying a 40-foot boat. So my nautical friend Pete may now be um, entering into the nautical hobby. Good luck with that. Boat stands for Bust Out Another Thousand. Of course, that doesn't mean boat, it means bust out another thousand. Every time you turn the key on a boat, it's another thousand dollars out of your pocket. Very expensive hobby, more so than pinball. So, I wish you the best of luck, but man, I don't know if there's going to be much money for pinballs after that. Well, anyway, speaking of more pinballs and more money, etc., I now have the three-car garage being arranged and set up, and I, I think I can get two to three pinballs in before the next 12-month period, hopefully. Still got to get Roadshow in there, which is over at Eric's, but I'm pumped, man. Having a larger garage is just the best, man. Hopefully, we'll get some carpet in there someday soon. But we are having our housewarming party with our friends over there. It's going to be a fun game night. Lots of food, lots of drinks, lots of pinball. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. So here's some news from the Museum of Pinball. Got a few uh, messages from Chuck. The museum has acquired two stern whitewoods, so pre-production whitewoods. I believe one is the Avengers and one might be Guardians, I'm not sure. But I know one is the Hulk on it, so that's the Avengers one. So it's really cool. I asked him if they, they're playable. He said, no, they're just an exhibit. But come to the Museum of Pinball October 18th through 21st, um, or the 20th, 
and we will be doing pinball madness. But more importantly, the Whitewoods will be most likely available for people to look at. So it's going to be cool. Um, also, they're going to be doing demonstration pins or demo pins out there for mostly pinballs. You may be able to pick up a game for pretty cheap considering the demo price. I know that uh, the owner of that shop is bringing, has brought pinballs out to TwitchCon in San Diego. So it's very likely that he'll be bringing those if they're not sold back to Pinball Madness. So there should be a good handful of demo games, which are of course show used for a heavy discount. And it's a good opportunity for someone who doesn't want to pay new in box, but will get a very, very like new game from a distributor with all the warranties still applicable. So not to beat the dead horse to death again, because I'm frankly sick and tired of hearing about the clear coat issues, but I have uh, sent Jersey Jack my clear coat problem. I do have chipping underneath the star post, unfortunately. I've, I didn't pull the star post, it's actually outside of the star post, but there's chipping there. And I've lost the clear coat, I've lost the art off the game on my Wonka. So I'm really bummed, I don't know what they're gonna do, but I just let them know, hey look, this is obvious. There is um, clear and art gone from my machine. Um, hopefully they'll help me out. I don't know what they're gonna do. I've heard they're sending out free play fields, but I'm not gonna put a, I don't know, my, I guess I'll put a new play field on in a few years, I don't know. Seems like kind of a weird remedy. Um, but anyway, that's, that's that, you know, let's end the discussion. It's happening, it's not destroying the game, but it's certainly a bummer when you pay eight grand for a game and it has uh, defects like that. So that's all I wanna say about it, but we'll see what happens. I trust Jersey Jack. They helped me on the magnet. They'll help me on this one. It's going to be a good ending, I'm assuming. But um, other news about Jersey Jack, they're not going to release GNR until next year, most likely. So that's kind of a bummer. I was really looking forward to seeing a pre-Christmas release and watching Jersey Jack get another bump this year. But it uh, looks like because Wonka is in fairly high demand, they're just focused on that game and maximizing the potential of it. So I get it. Uh, but I really wanted to see a GNR, man. That would have been cool to see this year. So, anyway. What else is happening? Um, Deadflip did... Oh, I already mentioned the Elvira stream, of course. But, um... Uh, you talked about the flipping Out stream. You know, I've actually taken Twip off my weekly podcast. Um, I guess that's an update. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I listen to those which I find you know, more interesting and more appealing, and Canada's on the top of the list, but now I've taken Twip off of there. And let me say why. Um, I don't think it's a bad podcast. I think it's cool. It's good information. It's straight from the website, essentially. So it's cool. It's, it's a nice update. It's very informative. But the reason why is because Zach Manny doesn't provide any sort of objective review. And he's a distributor, so you can't blame him. And a lot of podcasters have said this, but I'm just going to be another one on the list. Zach Manny gives you the take of buy the game, buy the game, buy the game. And I'm, I'm all about buying the games too, I, I guess, but I, I just feel like he's so subjective in his, in his opinions and it's all about buy, 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 you slipping out, you slipping out. But the whole podcast is just, a, just one giant marketing podcast. So I don't blame the guy for trying to make money and make a living, but um, that's all it is. So I'm, I'm seeking other podcasts for more interesting and less, and more subjective, I guess more objective reviews. Um, so recently I listened to the Poor Man's Pinball Pack podcast. They're pretty great. I, I think I like them a lot so far. So they're on the list along with Canada. And uh, we'll see if they stay on the list. So right now I've got two on my radar. Pretty interesting stuff. But um, anyway, hitting about the 12 minute mark here. I think what I'm going to do is shut her down, go work out. Got to go pick up my son at school. So my timeline's kind of crunched right now. But uh, thank you for listening, everybody. You guys make it a great Tuesday, and hopefully we'll catch up on Friday. 
Have a good one. Have a good one.